Howdy folks, welcome to the second episode of Deer Man! Well, hot doggy, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in on the second episode of Deer Man. How exciting. Please stick around to the end. I've got some things to tell you. I want to let you know how to support this podcast. But until then, enjoy this new episode. It's called The Hunter. And it takes a little bit of a perspective shift. It's a different character this time. We'll see what happens. Sheriff Maddox let his cigarette dangle a bit off his lips too close to his chin. Sometimes he worried the ash would burn his chin, but it hadn't yet. He needed a visual cue for people. He was, after all, a politician. He needed something for people to remember him by. He wanted kids to walk past him, see him dangling his cigarette at impossible angles, and think to themselves, that there's a sheriff. I better be a good citizen. When it did burn him, though, it'd be mighty embarrassing. He surveyed the destruction he'd been called out for, Nostrils flared above his perfectly trimmed mustache, the sun at just the right angle on his aviator shades, his long, wavy black hair flared out behind his neck and blew in the wind. He'd never make detective with that kind of hair, his daddy would say. But Sheriff? In elected position? Voters are stupid. They'd vote for any girl with a mustache, his pa would say. So that's exactly what little Jimmy Maddox did. He took his dad's word to heart. He'd work a few years on the beat, and then he'd make a name for himself somehow. Get the voters to like him. Long hair and a mustache and a dangly cigarette. People like visuals. People like images. He made himself an icon of Texas justice. His first brush with fame was during the hog rush a decade ago. Feral hogs were getting in everybody's shit, and he got on the TV and shot a bunch of, a bunch of them from a helicopter. Made him a hero. Daddy called him up the same day it aired and told him, You'll be sheriff, boy. The way you let that cigarette defy gravity while your hair blew in the wind, your gun sights at your shades. Woo! Boy! I knew you was going to make something of yourself. The voters vote for any pussy with whiskers as long as he's shooting pigs from the sky. And that was that. Jimmy Maddox. Sheriff. One handily, too. The other guy was a balding, white-haired cancer survivor with a hole in his neck. That's no vibrancy. That's no pride. That's no fucking sheriff. That's for sure. And you say an ordinary deer did this, ma'am? That's for certain, Brenda said. My husband's boss came by to send some money the guys had collected for me in his absence. Uh Uh-huh. Listen, ma'am. I'm here to get to the bottom of this. Who was, where, when, and why shit don't concern me. I was elected by the fine folks of Bear County to keep them safe, and that's what I intend on doing. I'm sure your husband's boss had money wrapped up in an envelope, Mm -hmm. if that's what you're saying. Can't two things be wrapped up in a nice envelope to keep it safe? He felt it. The orange ash hit his chin. He dangled too dangerously this time. That's why he wore shades. They hid the shock in his eyes. They hid the tears. Ma'am, this was no ordinary deer. Maddox hitched up his pants, sensing mission. This was done with the strength of a deer, but the passion of a man. Looked like a deer to me. With all due respect, missus, I was duly elected to decide what's a deer and what's a man. She stopped protesting and thought a minute. Now that you mention it, he had a crazy look in his eyes. Almost like he recognized me. You had any interactions with deer before? Ever hit one? Root for the hunter and Bambi in the presence of a deer? Ever stick antlers on a truck? No, Sheriff, can't say I have. 
Maddox grabbed his cigarette and snubbed it out on the ground. Well, ain't that interesting? He says he noticed a wet trail of yellow drips. Deer piss. You think it leads anywhere? I think it leads straight to the mutant that did this. Get back into the house. Things about to get dangerous. Just as the sheriff started to follow the musty scent of deer piss, some asshole sped into the driveway, honking his horn and screaming out the window. God damn it, woman, I said you needed to put the deer corn away while your man was missing. I think I need the damn cash I gave you last night to fix up my car. The sheriff lit another cigarette and let it dangle. Who are you? Maddox asked. I ain't talking no sheriff. Who gives a fuck about the goddamn sheriff anyways? I am who I be, you hear? And I'll continue to be that way just as much as you'll continue to be ignorant of what is is I am. Just saying, sheriff said. Ain't no ordinary boss who comes up to his employee's wife house hooting, hollering, honking like that unless there's more to the relationship than merely professional. What are you insinuating? Well, nothing, I guess. You did say money was exchanged. I suppose that makes it professional. Now, just a minute, Brenda stomped her foot. He came hooting and honking because, well, shit, just look at his damn car. Max stuck his hands at his hip, stuck his chest out as he passed through Earl to examine his vehicle. He bent down to find the antler scrapes and the hoof dents. He put on a latex glove and rubbed his finger on one spot. Usually these gloves for roadside inspections. I'm pretty good at finding the loot. He looked over his sunglasses on the bridge of his nose at his finger. Blood, he said as he took off his latex glove. I'll go get this tested. Find out what kind of freak we're dealing with. It was a friggin' deer, man! What the hell is you going on about? I stuffed their heads for hunters' trophies. I think I know a deer when I seen it. Well, Sheriff said, we'll just see. I was elected by the people of Bear County to be thorough. Why don't you just go on inside? Maddox dug around his back pocket for another latex glove. Take this. Be safe. Can never be too certain if you know what I mean. He threw the glove at Earl. Asshole, Earl said under his breath. At least he's thorough. Fucking asshole. Earl said again. I'm out of here. I'll be downtown drinking. Join me if you get the itch to. Brenda said nothing but closed her screen door and watched as Earl backed away. The sheriff had his nose down to the piss, sniffing around in circles, following nothing. I should probably have some nerds check this out, too. Looks like our deer is an excited pisser. The trail goes nowhere. Notice it's just a big circle around Earl's truck. That deer fucked it up pretty good, though. Brenda closed the front door. Maddox shook his head and headed back for his car. In the distance, two black eyes stared at him. He pulled out his gun. Freeze, motherfucker! The deer ran off in the other direction. Maddox reached for his radio. I'm going to need about four or five units to get out here. I've got a passionate deer of unimaginable strength on the loose, folks. But he didn't wait for his backup. He set off on foot to chase the deer. He flared his nostrils, sure that it inhaled extra scent to keep him on track. Who can say one way or the other? If it worked, of course it was a nostril technique. If it didn't, the deer must have been exceptionally clean. Might have been a movie deer or something of that nature, even though the movie business in Texas wasn't exactly booming. The gun business, though. That's another yodel. Sheriff, what are you doing running around looking like you've been bit by a beautiful flying rat? A miracle of the Lord's grand vision? It was the minister, Father Daddy. That's what he liked to be called anyway. Father, Daddy, what are you doing out in the middle of nowhere? Ain't there souls to be reaped? What good's a reaper if he can't enjoy God's great nature? I take a stroll every day, Sheriff. Why are your nostrils so flared and wide? 
Surely the Creator did not deign that detail upon your face. Maddox unflared. Cherokee trick, he said, to catch prey. Oh, I've got a deer of uncanny strength running around this county terrorizing the good tax-paying folks who elected me. I swore an oath to protect, and like hell I will. Father Daddy lifted up his cloak. He had garter socks on, cowboy boots, white boxers, and a gun holster just at his crotch. Son, if this deer is what you say it is, I fear the prophecy may be coming true. Father Daddy, it's deer hunting season. Well, hot dog, what will become of our deer, deer man next? Find out next time on Deer Man. Thank you so much for supporting this project. DeermanBegins.com is our website. It's a central hub for all things Deer Man. You can become a patron of Deer Man by going to patreon.com slash ahilbert. Donate a buck, donate two bucks, donate three, donate your firstborn. There are all different rewards for whatever you choose to donate. Um, Please click on our Amazon links. It doesn't add anything to your cost. It just gives me a sweet, sweet kickback. I suggest reading Kelby Losek's Heathenish or buying the Grassy Knoll album, Electric Verdeland Volume 1. Um, you can also sign up for a trial of Audible by clicking on our Amazon link and it gives us a sweet kickback for that. Thanks so much to the Grassy Knoll for providing this theme music you hear right behind me. Thanks to Zug Gudina who produced the phenomenal artwork for this month's cover. Uh, just I'm going to have different artists come in and do different things for the cover. It's going to be a wild and crazy thing. And it's all thanks to you for supporting. So please share, like, subscribe, support, buy stuff on Amazon. Just help us out here. Thank you so much. I am thinking about doing this more than once a month, which is probably why you're hearing this in the same month as the first one. Originally, I said it was going to be once a month, but I am liking it too much and I'm having too much fun producing too quickly. And that just means I'll get to go to the next novella much sooner. Uh, things are fun. I'm having a bit of a battle with my neighbors. They keep parking in front of my house, so I just parked my car in front of my house for the first time, and I'm waiting for them to knock on my door and say something snide. And I'll say, ha ha ha, I'm Deer Man, motherfucker. Thanks so much. See you next time. I'm Andrew Hilbert. Thanks for stopping by.